Welcome to another episode of the Jones Underground Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Jones, and it'll just be me. We're doing a Sports Monday episode. Um, <clears throat> so we'll discover some, we'll talk about or discuss some shocking developments in the NFL Week 3. Told you we was going to get back to sports. <laughs> we was going to get back to talking about these games. Um, we'll talk about Colorado's... Um, uh, embarrassing game they had against Oregon. We'll talk a little bit about that. We'll talk about the upcoming um, Charlo and Canelo Alvarez fight. Of course, you know, that happens on Saturday, September 30th. So, definitely looking forward to that. And then, it, we'll just let it ride from there. But first, we want to talk about the complete beatdown that Miami um, gave the Denver Broncos uh, they put up 70 points it was like a game of Madden out there <laughs> and um, I know my man Sean Payton don't want to hear it because Denver lost some games last year and Sean Payton was highly critical of their coach they hired Sean Payton this year and on the third game of the season you get 70 points put on your head and I uh, we did actually post a piece of the first take uh, episode with Shannon is just going in about Denver and him being a longtime Denver Bronco he was not a happy camper but it goes to show you something that number one at any given Sunday anybody can get the better of you it's not it's not a game where you know somebody's out there and they're going to take it easy they're going to show mercy if you're playing professional football and there's any weakness that they have, which, of course, this week they had a weakness where they couldn't stop nothing, especially the run. So the Denver, they, I don't think they understand that it. it's grown men on that other side of it. And I, I just don't know how to respond to how a defense gives up 70 points. And they did it with eight minutes left in the fourth quarter because if Miami really wanted to, they could have broke a record if they really wanted to do it but I know we talk about you, you're paying the coach millions and millions of dollars you're paying general motor managers millions and millions of dollars man and you can't the family and I'm not saying that Denver the, the ownership in Denver is really good so for you to try a team out there and they get the brakes beat off of them like that where is his you know only four times have a team scored 70 points in the history of a hundred year game is really just telling you something that whoever's in the front office, I didn't think Denver was that bad last year. And you can't pin all this on Russell Wilson. Um, you can't pin all the, uh, put pin everything on the quarterback. Cause you know, once again, they scored the points and did what they had to do, but it takes a lot of heat off, like, say, the Chicago Bears got beat by the Kansas City Chiefs. That was embarrassing. Um, the commanders getting beat up by the Bills, embarrassing. Um, but all the other games that we watched, the Cowboys lost, but it wasn't so bad. But when another team gets on the field and literally drops 70 points on you, and you got 20, <laughs> it's like... Man, it's like somebody need to put a Madden rule in where we put up, we got four touchdowns on you. It's time to hand the game. It's time to walk off the field. 
but it just goes to show man is there's no mercy out here at all I, I apply it to me playing the video games you know we play quick matches you play any any rank plays any rank and you can't afford to take it easy on anyone and it just gets to the point where football is football but man when you get beat by 70 points it is nuts out here and you're almost like man i feel bad for the players of the broncos no i don't y'all get paid to play this game y'all need to put out more pride you need to come show up with some more heart you need to fight somebody man if, if if it was 50 to 20 something like that if they put 50 points on me hey somebody need to fight somebody man somebody gotta do something man but i'm joking but not really but i'm joking but is when you getting beat that bad you know that should do something to you man it should make you know it just does something to you and i know they're gonna look at the tape i don't know how you look at a tape where you're giving up 70 points <laughs> and because everything is just wrong you got a whole game where they <laughs> they putting x's on everything <laughs> somebody did the way you lined up was wrong the way you came to the way you came out the tunnel was wrong. The soap you used when you took a shower before the game is all wrong. <laughs> but they ain't the only ones having that talk. The Colorado Buffaloes are also having that same talk. Because my man Dion's team, they gave up 42 points. So it wasn't as bad as what the Dolphins did. But um, it could have been a lot worse. Oregon beat the brakes off them. They couldn't score a point. They was... They was borderline taking Shadur Sanders apart back there. And we knew where the weakness was on the team when they came into the game. They had an undersized offensive line. They had an undersized defensive line. And you can't fix everything. You can't fix that in one year. So I just look at the I look at the um the the style on the situation and just say this. The 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 way that Oregon played this game and I know the coach is like this is moment and he gonna embarrass Dion and you didn't embarrass Dion Sanders because all they gonna do is recruit some killers on their offensive line all they gonna do is go on a recruiting trail and get to some big bad defensive linemen and you gonna have to you gonna have to play they in the same conference so when when they, when they say they gonna see you again oh they gonna see you next year they gonna see you every year he coaches there and you know what they're going to remember? 42-0. and 0. And they're going to bring that same energy back to you the moment they get on the recruiting trail and get these new killers they're going to bring on their team. So I, I like college football because, you know, they there for years. They know what it was like. The same players that was out there, man, we got the sleeves beat off of us. Half of them ain't going to be back. But the ones that come in, oh, they remember. And they got a whole coaching staff that remember we got blown out on national television. Y'all better make them pay for it. And the one thing I can say that I know, because Dion's a player and we've seen the way he play and the spirit that he brings to the team, he ain't going to take this loss laying down. He ain't going to do it. So I just look forward to the, the payback. And then you got to also look at it this way. Oregon got the best Oregon's like the best team out there you know you got USC US, uh, UCLA but 
And those are going to be tough games too. But if Dion can get five or six wins this season, they only won one game last season. If they get to a bowl game this year, man, you know, and I'm not even mad at that because at the end of the day, who going to out-recruit Dion when he come into your living room and say, I need your son? He can pull the tape up. You see where we need your son at. <laughs> you can see what happened to us with Oregon. You can stop this. <laughs> so, I just look, you know, I, I like the fact that it, stuff is going on because it, it compels us to watch college football, something that we were not doing before. Wasn't nobody watching college football like this, especially when nobody watching no Pac-10 football. Didn't nobody care that all these coaches went out there and Lincoln Riley and them got paid. So the fact that we are watching college football, the fact that we are taking the interest in it, the, the, the fact that we are looking at these kids and what they bring to the table before they go get the money from the league, it's, it's just a good time for sports in general for me because, you know, it gives you something else to watch on a Saturday. You know, something that you may not have been doing. Normally, I take a nap to college football. <laughs> now it's like, I'm going to actually watch these games and see who's doing what. You know, so I'm just happy that Dion kind of brought that excitement, that interest in the sport, and the work that he's doing with these kids. Because even when they was getting beat up, you didn't see him throwing his hat down. You didn't see him lose his composure. And you didn't see him throw nobody up under the bus when the press conference came. He said, this is probably the worst beating we ever took. And he was a man about it. And sometimes that's what... It's important that you you got this beat down, but you took it like a man. And the kid's going to take it like a man, and guess what? They're going to man up and learn from this loss they just took. We say that, but then we dogging out the Denver Broncos for getting beat by 50 points. So, And they're going to learn too, man. Hopefully they never have to sit in the room where they looking at tape of them getting giving up 70 points again. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, last topic we're going to talk about is, of course, the new fight of the century. We got two fights of the century this year. We got the Earl Spence and Terrence Crawford. Now we got uh, Charlo and Canelo Alvarez. I'm just going to say it. If Charlo doesn't knock Canelo out, he going to lose this fight. Canelo got all, he's the complete A-side on this situation. They fighting in the place where he more comfortable fighting. The judges probably going to have Mexican last names. <laughs> so if it go to their cards, Canelo going to win this thing. And if you've got any questions on the situation, ask Triple G how does it, a close fight goes when you fight Canelo Alvarez. Um... And then to a degree, maybe Charlo bit off a little more than he chew. He could chew because you're fighting a bigger, stronger fighter. Even if you taller or got more size than him, you're still fighting somebody that punches and hits harder. And you're fighting Canelo Alvarez after he just took a loss to Bevo, which he definitely wants to prove. He has something to prove. And, and I'm going to just say it. If Canelo Alvarez beats up Charlo then you're going to have a mega fight with Canelo Alvarez versus Terrence Crawford 
because I don't know if you know, but Terrence been going in on Twitter like that's the next, like that's gonna happen. We're not even talking about the rematch with him and Spence because we don't know. Because apparently, if you don't have it at 147, it ain't gonna happen. But if Terrence Crawford move up to fight Canelo Alvarez, and we don't want to get too ahead of it, but it's the money's there, man. The money's there. And I think that if Bud Crawford beats Canelo Alvarez, that's done. I think, man, it's a wrap. Best ever. Pound for pound, number one. Hall of Fame. All that stuff going to Bud Crawford because he don't have to fight nobody else. <laughs> he don't have to beat. I mean, who else he going to fight? Is, is Floyd Mayweather going to come out and fight him? Now, I paid now granted Floyd way too old, all that good stuff. But if Floyd Mayweather came out and said he was fighting Bud Crawford, I would pay to see it. <laughs> Even if we knew what was going on, I would still pay to see it. So just know that. Just know and understand that. So they made a special belt for this fight. Uh I don't know who designed this belt that they making but it looks like a straight up participation trophy <laughs> it looks like somebody got a belt from Taco Bell or something I don't know but <clears throat> they gonna, we gonna see who gonna get this special uh, Pueblo belt that they just made I don't know and I don't wanna be offending people but if you look on Twitter and look at this special belt that they making for this fight it looked like a straight up participation trophy. It looked like the belt somebody's five year old won when they got a yellow belt in karate tournament or something. I'm just being real. <laughs> but I'm happy that Charlo's fighting because it's been a minute. I know his brother's been out of the ring for a while too. I, I just want to see fights. I just want to see good fights. I know we had a situation where uh, Another dude, Fulton, and or I forgot dude's name, Fulton, and um, Shakur Stevenson was supposed to fight for a vacant belt, and it didn't happen over some money stuff. And each one of them was telling each other's business out there. Look, man, make the fights, cause I know everybody wants to get paid everything, but you're not gonna get paid if you don't fight. And that's the thing, if. It's money to be made, but you have to fight to make the money. You have to get in the ring. And certain fighters, I understand, you don't want to, you know, ruin your undefeated record, that type of stuff. So you got to be careful. Stop being careful. I would watch Shakur Stevens fight if he had one loss. If him and Tank fought and they showed up again to fight again, I would still watch them. Earl Spence, I would still watch Earl Spence. So... There's a point of they need to stop protecting these undefeated records and just get in the ring and, and do it. Canelo took losses, and, and look at him. He's still one of the best. He's still a Hall of Famer. You know, Oscar De La Hoya took losses, and he's still a Hall of Famer. You know, so Roberto Duran, Sugar Ray Leonard, all them guys had losses because they were all fighting each other. So these guys with these undefeated records... It is not going to be another Floyd Mayweather. And Floyd Mayweather businesses itself into a 50 and no record too. So I think they need to stop doing that. There's too much money out here to get paid. You know, even Apollo Creed had a loss. <laughs> even if it's made up. But um, 
that's gonna be our podcast for this week um we know we got a few responses to uh the situation with the mexican government hey we're gonna deal with that on another episode uh we just want to make sure we get the sports in um thank you for everyone for listening we got a new ep out uh goodbye summer uh symphonic diary what you hear in the background we still doing a thing there so uh stream that music stream that music um and watch us on youtube we got a new youtube video or youtube channel called coffee black red black coffee i'm sorry coffee served black radio it's called coffee served black radio bay is in the background letting me know because she's the one that kind of put it together for us so it's gonna be basically our music with some some nice videos playing in the background with them but is just something you can vibe to at work you know you kind of get your produce get your get your work done while you listen to some nice music and you know this is stuff we like to do here you know and if you want to stream music if you got a podcast and you need some music to stream to symphonic diary uh goodbye summer hey stream is up i'm not hating uh you will not hear a season desist for me <laughs> so um, but once again, thank you all for supporting. Um, we may do a review on the Soka series because it's getting it's getting tight there. It's getting to the end. And we may talk about that later. So thank you guys again, and we'll see you again next time.